Okay, Caleb. I got something I want to talk about. Huh? I got something I want to talk about. Yeah, what's that? God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> okay. Did you beat it yet? I have not beat it yet. Um, right. It is so fucking spoil good. It for you. <laughs> and I, I, one thing I'm glad with is that scene you spoiled for me was very early in the game. Yes, it's like one of it's like the first main fight. Pretty much, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, sorry, my brother-in-law messaged me back. Um, yeah, so it's a very good game. And now, so you remember my theory I had last time that I was thinking they might carry on the game with Arceus if yeah. Kratos dies. Um, yeah. my theory for me is only getting stronger because you play as Artrius several, <laughs> several times. Okay. So you want to know the truth? No, 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 no. I will kick you from <laughs> this party. <laughs> this is, I am, this is my I'm Discord? on, I am on disconnect right now. <laughs> this is my Discord. I don't care. Do not, do not ruin it. <laughs> Hold on real quick, AJ. Keep looking at that. Discord real fast. Let's go ahead and just fuck you. <laughs> I'm I'm on my disconnect right now. <laughs> okay, so what happens is <laughs> I'm not nope, I'm not doing it. <laughs> so what happens is <laughs> um do you at least want me to tell you if you're right or wrong? No, 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 no. I don't I don't want anything. No, just about playing, like the next game continuing as Artreus. No. Or do you want to know if Kratos lives or dies? I don't want to know anything. You're just no fun. <laughs> I want to find it, it out myself, dude. Yeah, but it sucks because I can't fucking. There's nothing to talk about. You just have to tell me your experiences. Exactly. There now, like if I told you what actually happens, you you can't. Like we could go back and forth on stuff, but. And talk about the future, but I can't. So yeah, I can't I, say I just, anything. I just can't ruin it for myself. I will try well, try this week to beat it, but I'm also going not necessarily. I'm not necessarily going for a hundred percent completion, but I am going for every single side mission that comes up. I'm adventuring everywhere I can. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take me longer than just playing the story, but I don't care. I want to learn it all myself. <laughs> it uh I haven't watched a playthrough, but I know I know exactly what happens. Okay. Anyway, um it is super super good sometime. Uh you need to try if you can come over or if you're in town just fucking come over and play it. It'll eventually get released on PC. Uh, I'm th- probably a fucking year from now i mean same thing with the other one but then you know this game didn't come out until a year after it was released on pc so i guess <laughs> but and then i can get both of them and play both of them yeah i kind of want to get the old god of war on pc but then i was like no because i i almost have a hundred percent completion on my ps4 for the old god of war and i really don't want to go through all that again yeah, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, second thing I do want to talk about. Your thoughts? Because I've been seeing a lot of things about Game of the Year for 2022. It's going to be Elden Ring. If it's oh, not, I'm going to be mad. If it's not, I'm going to be pissed. Because people are talking about God of War Ragnarok in the talks. And I don't even think it comes close to Elden Ring. It's a very good story game, but Elden Ring is just... It's, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> that game shook the gaming world. Oh, it, it, everything. Because when, when that game came out for months, I was just getting videos after videos after videos on fucking TikTok <laughs> everywhere. It's the only thing people played. Right. So I 100% believe if that, if that game is not uh, game of the year, something's rigged. Yeah, something's wrong. That game definitely deserves it. Oh yeah. Even though it came out in like January, it definitely, <laughs> it definitely deserves yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. All right, now, um, how's Modern Warfare Two? Because <laughs> I have not. I like it. 
I've only played Warzone 2 and DMC, which is, they're both very fun. I like it. <laughs> I I bought the game. Um, I'm having a lot of fun. I have played maybe like 50 hours, but a lot of those hours on Steam are me sitting in the menus while I'm working, you know, because I'll have it I'll have it in the background. Yeah. Um, And then like in between like calls and stuff, I'll hop on and play if there's nothing else for me to do. So uh, a lot of my hours are actually inflated. And a good way to basically tell is because Zoha has probably like 20 more hours than me, but I have three gold guns already, and he has like all of the assault rifles and some of the battle rifles and this and that. You know, he's got a fairly large amount of gold guns. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely I like it because the camo grind is in my opinion really fun in this game. It reminds me of like the old games with the camo grind. Like it, it actually makes me want to get on and play the game. And it makes me want to sit there and like actually grind. Like do the the you know point blank kills to get, you know, this camo. It's very, it's much easier to get camos this game, but it's much funner. Right. Um, I want it. Like, I, I want like, it, but just for me, the big <laughs> the big thing with Modern Warfare 2 coming out was I wanted to play DMZ. And since it's free, I don't want to spend $70 on the campaign and on the uh, multiplayer. Multiplayer. I think the multiplayer is really fun. I I haven't even touched the campaign, and I've heard people say the campaign is amazing. To me, you know, I just like grinding the multiplayer. It's it's super fun in my opinion. The the way that game plays is super different. Um, it's not like Black Ops Two was, where you could just brainlessly run around and drop like a four KD because of the way people play in this game. Because the camo grind is like get 20 kills while mounted so people can't you know what i mean yeah like they have to so you can't just run around you kind of have to play a little more tactical and and be aware of your surroundings and be like okay like there's a corner up here that people always camp on because it's got a perfect sight line so you have to like always be aware and to me i like that uh you can just get in and just brainlessly run around, but you'll do fucking terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's different because the movement is like a lot slower than the old games too, which I personally kind of like. I don't feel like it, I'm the movement guy. It's slower than the old <laughs> games. I feel like it's the same as the old games. It's definitely slower than like Cold War. Well, yeah, that's newer. What? I was thinking when I you just, said old game was like Modern Warfare 3, the old Modern Warfare no, 2. No, it's the same as, as those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But it's slower than when I meant, when I said old games, I meant like the, the ones that released previously compared to this one. Gotcha. Like, yeah, I like that like a lot. Old, old, but yeah, it reminds me of those games and it is awesome in my opinion. I don't know. It, it makes it seem more about gunplay and less than about like who can just uh, YY spam <laughs> around a corner and, and slide cancel and, and yeah. this and that, you know? Yeah, I... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off. I was off. just going to say... Oh, no, you're fine. I was just going to say, because I used to be, like, the movement guy, right? Like, Battlefield 4, I was the movement guy for that game. And right. that game is a mix of gun skill and movement. Right. If, you're, if you can aim and you can move, you'll do better than 99% of the people that are in those lobbies. But the way that this Modern Warfare 2 is now, with taking out the the big movement aspects, it's a lot more about gun skill. Which, it's a little fucked right now, because some guns will kill you in a single... Like, like you can get a battle rifle, uh, like the Lockman 7.62 BR, and fucking 
put a battle rifle, a semi-automatic gun, on fully auto. And it just fucking melts people. So there's a lot of stuff that still needs to be tweaked in that game. Right. Uh, the time to kill for some guns is ridiculous, and in some guns it's really bad, you know? Yeah. But hopefully it'll it'll get fixed. I have faith that it'll get fixed, and then the game will be a lot more balanced. One thing I like a lot is uh, Warzone 2, because the old Warzone, I couldn't even compete with people in their fucking movement. This Warzone, I feel like I can p- compete with just about anybody. Because the movement is basically hard-locked. Yeah, and like, I like, I feel like I have a pretty good aim, and I can hit my fucking shots on that game. Mm-hmm. And it just it makes it so much more fun. I wish you liked Battle Royales. I don't. I know. I'm not a big fan. What about uh, DMZ? I haven't even touched it yet. I want to because you can do like... Um, contracts in dmz yeah and it like levels your weapons up a yeah ton. it does so and, and i want to get on and do that plus there's there's ai you can kill in there there's also people that you can kill and stuff like that but mm-hmm. uh the ai it, ai when you kill them pretty sure it gives just as much xp you yeah get uh it, it's also very rewarding when you do make it out like extract that's what i like to like about it a lot because you i mean in <laughs> I guess it is kind of like Tarkov in the extract uh, portion, but you can, everybody in the entire lobby can survive instead yeah. of just a fucking battle royale where only one team survives. Yeah. So I like that a lot. Like I was playing with Judd and uh, our buddy Carrick last night, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's so much fun. It, some points in the game or in DMZ gets fucking crazy because there's so much AI and in some they spots, hard too, from what I've seen. fuck yeah, they do. In some spots, it's almost like a hardened, I would say a hardened uh, AI difficulty mm-hmm. instead of just like a normal. Because some of the spots, oh yeah, they're fucking bad. It's like a recruit slash normal. But then, uh, and like, there's one area we were in, a restricted area. Uh, if so every it gets highly trained soldiers, I mean, you know, it really was every second at least one of us was down. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, but we ended up surviving. We got out and everything. So it, it was a lot of fun. It's super, super rewarding. That's why I like playing it a lot. Well, I want to get on and play that so I can get the new gun, the M13. Oh, yeah. <coughs> My buddy has it right now. We I helped him get it. <laughs> yeah, I'd done so much shit for... Uh, it's Carrick. Uh, Cy, Cy version in our... Yeah. Yeah. He... Uh, him and Judd were doing a quest for like 60,000 money in a game. And I, every little tiny bit of loot I had, I just fucking gave it to them. So I ended up with like only 6,000 XP at the end of the game. And he, and yeah. uh, Judd accidentally, he uh, DC'd. And then Carrick ended up with like 20,000 XP. I was like, dude, you're fucking welcome. <laughs> Fun fact, by the way, AJ, is. If he has the gun, all that you need to do is drop into the game. He already lost it. What, what do you mean? In the DMZ mode? So, like, we extracted it. He extracted with it first. The next... No, 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 no. He should, he should have that gun unlocked now. Right, yeah, it's unlocked. He can use it in multiplayer and stuff. Yes, but, but you should be able to pick it up, I think. Yeah, I can pick it up, but since he went into another game into DMZ with that gun and died, he lost that gun. Oh, so he can't, like, buy that gun back? Yeah, it's not like Tarkov in that aspect. You can't just buy guns and stuff like that. Like, you have to do missions, you have to do shit to get your guns. Oh. Which is one thing I I think they dropped the ball on in the DMZ mode. Okay, see, because he's a dumbass, because all you have to do is go in there and drop your friend the gun and immediately extract and they get it. It's unlocked. yeah, yeah, I know we were because that's what we were gonna do and we're gonna get it for me for because I'm I don't know I might buy the game. Uh, me and Allie are, are getting fifty dollar gift cards from our from her brother. Yeah, and uh, I might buy it because I guess it's only twenty bucks for me, fifteen really because I have five bucks in my uh, Steam account right Steam. now. Yeah, and. Uh, but 
I don't know. I don't think Allie's going to buy the game. I think she wants to go find a different game to play. And she should get Slime Rancher too. And we're really trying to start playing together. So I want to get a game with her. But I mean, I don't know. yeah, but like she's not going to like every single game that you want to play. And you're not going to like every single game that she wants to play. True. And it's okay to play different games. You could be sitting in the same room. She could be on like Sims or Slime Rancher or whatever other game she wants to play. And you can be on Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer. That's true. Just talk to each other. I really do want to grind on Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer. And I guess, like I said, technically it'll only be 15 bucks for me. Yeah. There you go. Easy. I'll probably it. do it. Yeah, I'll probably do it. Because let me know. Because we'll get on and, and we'll grind together. Because I want to play that game. Better expect Fucking... you to play at least a little bit of Battle Royale with me. I won't play Warzone, but I'll play DMZ. God, don't be a bitch. No. I, uh, because I'll play DMZ so I can do the contracts to level my gun up. Because. Whenever I, I played with Zoha and one of his friends the other day, and I would level, like, on a good hard point game, I would level my gun up, like, three times, three to four times in one game. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, you know, if you've seen the TikToks, you go in and do, like, two or three contracts, and then your gun is leveled all the way up. And it makes the camo grind so much easier because you can't start unlocking the camos until the gun is a certain uh, certain level so you can unlock one whenever you hit like level five but then the next one's locked at 10 and then the next one's locked at 15 and then the next one's locked at like almost max level right so i want to be able to go in and make my guns max level so then whenever i finally equip that gun i can just play and unlock the camos as i play you know what i mean like i don't i don't have to worry about like okay I need to get this because this is like these type of kills because it's the only, you know, uh, thing. It's the only camo that's available to me right now because my gun's not high enough. <coughs> right. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm going to get it. <laughs> get it. It's fun. I've been enjoying it. I've probably put like 25 real life hours on it. And it's been released for a week, week and a half, maybe two. It's fun. <laughs> All right. And last thing, I don't know if you checked our friends group Snapchat. Um, might not necessarily have it sold, but might have. Uh, we have an interested buyer, I guess you could say, for our house. Mm hmm. So it's pretty exciting. They they checked out our house today. What is uh how much how much are you looking to sell it for now? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. What happened? Uh, so the first first realtor we were talking with months ago, she said anywhere between one eighty five, I think, and two twenty. So I was like, okay, fuck it, post it two twenty, whatever. But she told us, hey. Fix this, fix this. Uh, we sh- we can only post it as a two bedroom, not a four bedroom. Blah blah blah, this and that. And I was like, fuck. So we started freaking out, trying to get everything ready. And then Ali was looking at just random houses online, and a realtor got a hold of her, and we got in touch with her, talked with her, and she said, she pretty much told us like, you guys can post this like right now. It's practically ready, and I can list this as a four bedroom because those two bedrooms they don't need closets to be listed as a bedroom. I was like, okay, Top good to know. They had to. Apparently, which I I found it online too when we were dealing with the last realtor. It just needs a door and a window. What? Yep. I thought otherwise it classified like classified as like an office space. Nope. I guess I, I mean that's what the lady told us. She said for four bedroom, all it actually needs is a door and a window. So listed as a four bedroom, two bath, whatever. And she's like, how much do you want? Or she told us uh, we can list it anywhere between. I think it was, I think she said 175 to 190. So I told her no. I was like, okay, then we just won't sell. I'll wait five years. And then uh, she, and then she goes, yeah. I mean, that's assuming it goes up in five years. Who knows if it will or won't? But, and then she said, uh, well, how much are you wanting out of it? 
And I was like, well, last realtor said we can post it for 220 But if I can't do it now, then there's no fucking point in me posting it for that much. So she said... You didn't... Why? You'd still make profit. You bought it for like 90000 <laughs> Right, but I also have 50000 in uh, solar panels. Well, technically thirty six or something like that because I get a tax break. <clears throat> and that's like one of the... It's like one of the things where technically even if you sell the home if they don't agree to pay for it you have to pay for it out of pocket or else you have to make payments on that right which is why we're selling it or we're adding that fifty thousand or whatever however much it is onto the price of the house so we can pay it off it's like 20 bucks to keep it on the property to keep electric on the property yeah okay so that's good but i wouldn't upcharge your solar by $14,000. I would just try and and get it done with, you know, and paid off so you don't have to worry about it. You can upcharge a little bit because if they do it, then they get that home, you know, basically they take the loan out and it's just going into their their house payment. They don't have a separate bill for solar. You know what I mean? They have no electric bill and their home payment is like an extra, you know, $150 a month, which is probably worth it to a lot of people. That's yeah. why I'm saying probably don't upcharge it too much, but you can upcharge it because that is something that a lot of people would, would want, especially millennials and like Gen Z. Right. Uh, it's, you know, there's been a study and it was like a determining factor is solar panels. Yeah. It's becoming very, very uh, where they want it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Either way, uh, like I said, I told her no and she's like, well, what do you want? I told her 220. I wanted to post it at 220. I'd probably take 200 and uh but i was like if i'm not going to get that then i'm not even going to post it and she's like well i should go ahead and post it and see if you get it if you get a cash buyer and i was like mm-hmm. would it hurt to post it and she's like no not at all i was like okay fuck it uh we posted on tuesday uh the house posted on tuesday for 220 and somebody got in touch with her friday to mm-hmm. already look at the house and they said that they're interested okay so so they came and looked at it which blows my mind because, uh, I mean, fuck. I mean, I guess with solar panels, two. I feel like two hundred really isn't that bad. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm not really expecting a whole lot. It'd be cool if they buy it, but I'm not expecting shit. Because I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm I did post it for more than what it's worth, and she she even said that. Yeah, because you know, home prices have gone down a lot recently. So yeah, that's one of those things where you got to be careful because six months ago, yeah, sure. Someone would have bought it for that, but now no one's going to even want to go near it for that price. Well, apparently Just somebody cause... come near it. <laughs> oh, they could be interested, but they might give you, they might offer 160, 170. I mean, yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, if they offer me <laughs> something, I'll just, I'll just be like, well, we can talk about it, you know, but I don't know. We'll see. All right. Yeah, we talked for a minute. So let's jump into it. Today, we are, I'm going to be talking about the creation of Japanese mythology. And it's not really anything like the rest of them. Because I feel like the rest of them are more, they're all, I feel like they're all kind of crazy in their own way. That makes sense. Okay. This one, it's pretty, it's not as crazy as the rest of them. I mean, it's pretty normal in mythology aspect, as in, like, ancestry and shit. So, in the beginning, of course, like, every everything, uh, the universe was immersed in a beaten and shapeless kind of matter, meaning chaos. Uh, later, and, okay, I also want to mention, it seems like gods just pop up out of nowhere. Okay. It doesn't. Yeah. Re- I couldn't really find a straight explanation of how or why. Yeah, like, yeah, like if they came from anywhere or if it's just, hey, we're here now. Right. Uh. So anyway, uh, later there were sounds indicating the movement of particles. With this movement, the light and the lightest particles rose, but the particles were not as fast as the light and could not go higher. Thus, the light was at the top of the universe, and below it, the particles formed first the clouds and then heaven. Uh, heaven was called Takamagahara. 
I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't know if I'm saying that right, of course. Okay. My limit to Japanese uh language is anime. Anime. <laughs> so I know nothing. Uh anyway, the Takamagahara is the high plane of heaven. Uh the rest of the particles that had not risen uh formed a huge mass, dense and dark, to be called Earth. Uh when Takamagahara was formed, the first three gods appeared. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and attempt to unfuck it. Oh, the the names? Yeah. <laughs> All right, the first one. Uh, okay, if, if, I'm gonna go with the first three. I'm gonna just go with the first letter. A is the first one. T is the second one, and K. So I shouldn't ever have to mention them again. But if I do, that's how I'm gonna refer to them. A, T, and K. Right. So the first one. Um, <laughs> Aminah. <laughs> Fuck. Aminamin Nakanushi. Aminamin Kanushi. I think. Uh, then the other one is Takamin. Fuck. Takaminasubi. Takaminasubi. I know that one's wrong. I, I know both <laughs> of them's fucking wrong. And the other one is Kamimasubi. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, then a little, little while later. Two more appeared. <laughs> Fuck, dude, these names are fucking wild. So we have uh, A, T, and K. Right, what are and these then ones? U and A. U and A, <laughs> so two A's. Yeah. Uh, these ones look like they, they, they were kind of broken up, so I'm just going to say it as if it I'd broken up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Umashi, Ashi, Kabi, Hikoji. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and the other one is Ame no Tokotachi. Okay. Uh, they were born, and these five deities uh, were known as the Kodoa Matsukami. Wow, I said that a lot better than I thought I was going to. <laughs> you didn't um, stumble at all. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's still probably wrong. Uh, yeah, they so they appeared spontaneously. They did not have a definite sex, they, and they also did not have any partners. And they okay. all went in, straight into hiding immediately after they emerged. And apparently they are literally not mentioned in the rest of the mythology. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> they don't matter. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know why they're even necessarily Legit. mentioned. But those were the first uh, five gods. Or goddesses. Or whatever the hell they were. So anyway, then two new gods appeared somehow. Uh, they didn't have a defined sex. They didn't have partners, and they also hit at birth. Uh, these ones are also broken up. Kuni no Tokotachi and Toyo Kumono. I wonder if any of these are like actually... Now, when you said, what kind of, of mythology is this? It's Asian, right? It's an Asian type? Yeah, it's Japanese. Japanese. So, are we speaking from an actual religion standpoint? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because what I I was wondering is, does anyone actually worship these? I think so, because I'll tell you later. Well, I'm not not for sure if they do. I'm sure they do, but uh, the goddess i'm talking about today is a Matarasu. yeah so i want to say one. yeah i want to say people do still worship okay so like i'm not trying to be rude i'm just trying to say these names because well i feel like they should be heard i guess that, if that makes sense yeah so anyway um after those two apparently they went into hiding too uh, finally, five pairs of gods were born, each pair consisting of a male deity and a female de- deity. Um, and I'm going to mention them as their pair. So every pair uh, I mentioned will be the male first and their younger sister and or wife second. Okay. So first one, U and S. Uh, it's Uajini and Suajini. Go with that. 
Uh, the next pair is Sunugui and Ikugui. Uh, third pair, Otonoji and Otonobi. <laughs> I know I'm butchering every goddamn one of these. Yeah, he was like, it's going to be a short episode, probably, and then it's going to take him 20 minutes to do the names. Okay, after these last two pairs, the names are pretty much over. Uh, anyway, so fourth pair, uh, Omodaru and Aya Kashiko Ne. I don't know why, but those, that's the only pair that didn't have similar names with their counterpart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, and the last one, everyone knows these two, I feel like. Or even if you know a hint of Japanese mythology, you at least have heard one of these. I'll be the judge of that. Uh, Izanagi and Izanami. <laughs> yeah, I have. Okay. So anyway, all deities uh, from... Oh, I didn't even mention this earlier. So I guess all five of those deities... Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm getting fucking ahead of myself. Okay, so that that second K name I mentioned, the Kuni no Tokotachi. Mm-hmm. So all these deities from that god and Izanami are collectively called the Seven Divine Generations. Okay. Following the creation of heaven and earth, Izanagi and Izanami stood on the floating bridge of heaven and thrust the heavenly jeweled spear into the sea. Uh, the brine that dripped from the spear became an island where the two performed a marriage rite around a pillar. Izanami then gave birth to the islands of Japan and other deities. Uh, the gods of the sea river, mountain, field, tree, stone, fire, and many others, uh, or, you know, all the gods that she gave birth to, I guess. Uh, but in giving birth to the fire god, she was burned and she died. Rest. Rest in peace. Okay, and when I get into this next part, um, I have to mention this. There are two different things I found on how um, this story concluded, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just mixed them together as much as I could. Izanagi followed Izanami to the land of the dead after she died uh, and urged her to return. Uh... I should say he here. Anyway, Izanagi agreed to consult the gods of Yomi. Uh, Yomi is the land of the dead. Uh, they warned him warned him not to look at her. Impatient for Izanami's return, he entered the palace of the gods of the dead, only to find her corpse horribly transformed. He fled, pursued by uh, the shamed Izanami, and escaped by blocking the ex- exit of the dead with a large boulder. He then went to the river to purify himself uh, by bathing. From his left eye, when he cleansed it, was born Amaterasu, the goddess of the sun. When she oh. was when she was born, the goddess decided. Sorry, all the gods decided she was too beautiful to live in Japan, so they put her up in the sky, and she became the sun. Uh, okay. <laughs> next was Sukiyami. Uh, he was born from uh, Izanagi's right eye when it was cleansed. He became the moon. And their third child, Susano, uh, was born from Izanagi's nose. Uh, I've he heard was of Susano. He's in a smite. Yes, he's also er, there's a jitsu I guess called Susano in uh, Naruto. Oh, okay. Uh, he was sentenced to the sea where he creates storms. Oh, also Susano is um, or Sukiyomi's in smite as well. Yeah. So anyway, that is pretty much the creation of Japan. Pretty short. Again, couldn't find a whole lot on it, which was kind of surprising to me. Mm-hmm. So anyway, seems, what's up? I was going to say it seems pretty vague. Some people were here, and but they hid, and then some more people were here, and that's kind of what no I one thought. Didn't find them either, and. <laughs> Well, and then this guy was here, and he did something. Part of me feels like they were just like, they didn't know, so that's how they said it. (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> but how do they know the other ones were there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe like, maybe they didn't like immediately go into hiding. Like as soon as another god or two gods were formed, they were like, "Hey, we're hiding." Tell the next pair. Yeah, tell the next people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so now we're gonna dive dive into uh, Amaterasu. Uh, which, hey, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, there is also a jitsu called Amaterasu in uh, Naruto. Sasuke uses both, or can use both, Amaterasu and uh, Susano. Anyway, uh, so like I mentioned, she is the goddess of the sun and is the major deity of uh, Japan. Uh, she is also portrayed in Japan's early, earliest literary text as the ruler of the heavenly realm which is that Takamagahara and the mythical ancestress of the imperial house of Japan so I'm pretty sure I guess I didn't really get a definite answer I could have but I didn't I'm pretty sure that means like the actual uh, emperors of the Japanese I guess empire they claim to be in a uh, Descendants of uh, Madarasu. In Jap- okay, sorry. In Japanese art, the Madarasu is often, most often, depicted as a good-natured, sorry, as good-natured, being often uh, seated back to back with her brother Sukiyomi, the Moon God. Uh, so it also says cocks, which I'm assuming that means chickens. Cox. are associated with her as How's well c-o-c-k-s ah no they're not chickens <laughs> uh anyway they are associated with her as they herald the rising sun and as well uh ravens are also associated with her uh, because i guess they believe ravens are the messenger of the goddess that's kind of weird because ravens are usually you know like almost like crows with like darkness and, and black right. and but she's supposed to be like the sun. Right. I found that kind of weird too. And as almost expected, uh, Amaru Rasu married her brother, Tsukiyomi. As expected (laughs) in mythology. (laughs) Right. And together they ruled the day and the night. Uh, The marriage produced children, but Tsukiyomi lacked uh, Amaru Rasu's naturally glowing disposition. Whatever goodness he had was merely a reflection of her light. Uh, sound familiar? <laughs> uh, ultimately, Tsukiyomi revealed his true colors at a banquet when the goddess, uh, I'm going to go with Uke Mochi, created a bounty from which food could be grown. After she spat fish into the sea and game into the forest, she proceeded to pull crops from her rectum. Dis- what? <laughs> yeah. Repeat uh, that. Okay, after she spat fish into the sea and came into the forest, she proceeded to pull crops from her rectum. Mm. Her prison pocket. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to glide on through that, but... <laughs> uh, disgusted by her actions, Tsukiyomi killed her on the spot. A little understandable. <laughs> Matarasu rejected, rejected her husband's disgust and banished him from, uh, for his evil actions. Thus, day and night became separated for all eternity. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of on uh, Tsukiyomi's side on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, though Izanagi uh, tasked all three of his children with ruling the heavens, Amaterasu's claim was the strongest as Izanagi's firstborn. She held the divine right to rule. The youngest of the, of the three, Susano, resented his elder sister's right to rule and questioned it openly. Eventually, Susano's arrogance led his father, Izanagi, to banish him. Before his departure, isn't uh, sorry, Susano went to bid his sister goodbye. When his actions were met with uh, suspicion by Amaterasu, Susano issued a challenge to prove his sin- uh, sincerity. As the challenge began, Susano took Amaterasu's necklace as she took his sword. Using these vessels, they each birthed goddesses. Or gods, I guess. Matarasu produced three goddesses from the heavenly blade, while Susano produced five gods from the grand jewel. I've also seen them switched, so I don't know if it's Matarasu birthed gods or goddesses for sure, but I just went with she bore three goddesses and he bore five gods. Okay. 
since she owned the Grand Jewel and more gods were birthed from it, even though she didn't birth them, Susano did, uh, she claimed that she had won the challenge. Outraged by her claim, Susano went on a, into a rampage, destroying much of heaven and earth. He annihilated Amaterasu's um, personal rice fields and threw animal carcasses about, even going so far as to throw a pony in, at her loom. Okay. Uh, one of Amaterasu's personal attendants died during the rampage, causing an already angry Amaterasu to mourn as well. Ashamed that her actions had led to such chaos, she fled into a cave now known as Amanoawato. <laughs> That's the cave's name? Yeah, I guess. Um, okay. I guess it's known as that now. Uh, the, I guess it means the Heavenly Rock Cave. With Amaterasu in hiding, the world plunged into darkness and chaos. Thus began the first winter, a hard time for a world to be uh, basking in the sun. Uh, the Kami looked down upon the world and, seeing the chaos left in Amaterasu's absence, decided they must bring her back. Uh, though they asked her to return and describe the chaos caused by her absence, Amaterasu refused to listen and blocked the cave entrance with a rock. After almost a year, uh, some wise man, I'm not going to say his name, determined that if she... <laughs> sorry. Uh, this guy determined that if she would not come out of her own volition, they would have to lure her out with uh, curiosity. To this end, a grand party was thrown. The plan apparently worked, as the music, dancing, and joyous cries of the gods did indeed pique Amaterasu's attention. The noise intensified when the dawn, when the dawn goddess performed a particularly revealing dance. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so curious, Amaterasu drew closer to the cave entrance and there discovered an eightfold mirror. Fascinated by the light of her own reflection, Amaterasu at last came to the mouth of the cave. It was at that moment that same wise guy drew back the stone uh, that blocked the entrance. As he did so, Amaterasu's light entered the world, illuminating the chaos that had been left in her wake. Winter ended at last and spring and summer brought uh, life back to Japan. Ashamed, she begged forgiveness for her actions. It was given freely for Susano's behavior uh, had been nothing less than aberrant. His banishment was henceforth carried out, and Amaterasu returned to heaven. She later reconciled with her brother, who gave her the heavenly blade as a gift. In time, Amaterasu sent her grandson uh, Ninigi uh, to rule the earthly realm after her son refused. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. I mixed myself up there, yeah. Uh, Marasu sent her grandson to rule the heavenly realm after her son refused. Uh, she gave him the imperial, imperial uh, regalia, which helped Nidigini to establish a kingdom of justice and harmony. His great-grandson, Jimu, became the first emperor of Japan and ruled with the imperial uh, regalia as a sign of his divine right and lineage. So, she is also... Oh, there's two here. Oh, the Heavenly Blade is what she's known for, as well as that... Oh, where the fuck did I put it? If, uh, as long as the Eiffold Mirror, I believe, is also the uh, another defining factor of uh, Amaterasu. But that is pretty much it. There is uh, one other story I found on Amaterasu. Didn't have much of a kick. Nothing really had much of a kick I found on the creation or Amaterasu. And this is about all I found. I'm sure there's more out there, but I looked at like five different sites and they all three had the same, th or sorry, they all five had the same three stories. All five of them. Yeah. I had like five sites I was trying to find or trying to find stuff on. And you all three of them had. There would be more. Like, I'm sure there is. Uh, I could have probably looked harder. Uh, I don't know. Five websites is... I mean, I don't know. Some people out there would be like, you only use five, but I'm... <laughs> I usually only <laughs> use three. Well, I mean, to be honest, like, most, like, good websites will kind of tell you everything that they can about it. Right. Unless it's about a certain story, so... Right. And if you guys want to really get into it, I technically used about eight because I used about four websites. I used 
Tech, I guess technically not. Cause he was used about four websites for the creation of Japanese mythology. So like the Izanagi and Izanami shit. <laughs> so yeah, I used a lot of sites. Use um uh use um uh, uh smite. What's uh what's isn't uh what's a uh, Amaterasu's like attacks? What does he do? Fuck, dude, I can't remember. Let me. Oh, I'll look it up real yeah. quick. I just I don't play Amaterasu much. I wasn't. A, I'm not a big fan of Amaterasu's uh play style. Yeah, very strong though. I've seen people play her. Um and play a right i guess and they they yeah. don't fucking die and they can kill you in like five hits <laughs> yeah i think i've i've watched like zoha play before and i've heard that name probably be yelled a couple times all right here her passive on smite i guess we can make this a thing too <laughs> if, passive. if the god is on smite I will read it. Their abilities. <laughs> Passive on smite. Uh, Amaterasu eliminates enemies she hits with basic attacks. After three hits on the same target, the enemy gains an aura, exposing their weakness and causing them to take more damage from all sources. Any other enemies that come near the afflicted target are weakened as well. Okay, so she debuffs. Right. She's a debuffer. Yeah, I'm pretty... That's... I think just... The only debuff, I guess, would be... Uh, her passive, I don't know. Her one, Madarasu harnesses the power of a jewel, healing herself every second for four seconds and creating a persistent aura that buffs nearby allied gods. Every time this ability is activated, the aura switches between valor and benevolence. So it looks like valor gives power and benevolence aura gives uh, move speed. Okay. It's a Lucio. She's Lucio. Sure. It doesn't give move speed for everybody, at least. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, two, Amaterasu charges her mirror for five seconds. While the mirror is charging, she takes decreased damage. By activating the ability again, or at the end of five seconds, she will fire her mirror straight ahead, dealing damage. Mirror can only be charged by successfully attacking enemies or from taking damage, and, it, and will deal up to double the base damage when fully charged. Or three, uh, Madarasu shines light off of her second blade, silencing all enemies in front of her. Then she dashes forward while dealing damage, piercing through minions or stopping at the first god hit. Okay. And the last, last is her ultimate. Um, I fucking hate her for the. I hate playing against <laughs> her because of the fucking ultimate. For the ultimate. Amaterasu focuses the power of the heavens into an impressive three-strike combination attack. The second hit will do 20% more base damage and slow enemies by 30%. The third hit will do 40% more base damage and stun enemies. She must hit an enemy with the first hit to receive the increased damage and CC on the second hit. Uh, the same rule applies to the second and third hits. Yeah, I fucking hate her ultimate. I hate playing against her. I can't find like an actual photo of her character in Smite. It's just like all fan art. What? Matarasu you know, like, Smite images. It's not like the actual. Oh, here's one. Smite Wiki fandom. It's like right there. I went to images. Yeah. Did you look up Matarasu Smite? It's the first image and oh, second a, image. It's a drawn photo for me. Oh, weird. Yeah, no, I was trying to find one like in game. Oh, like a gameplay. Yeah. Gotcha. But anyway, that was the creation of Japanese mythology. Not like I said, anything crazy like the rest of them, especially um, Norse so far. And, uh, a little bit, I guess, about Matarasu. Yeah, I kind of wish that it was more explained because nothing, nothing in there said like this god came from this until like the very end. I know, you know, yeah. But I think that's kind of shitty. I think I don't know. I have to figure out who I want to do next. You have any thoughts for you to do next? Yeah. No. 
because yours you can do anything you're like all over the place you know what i mean you can well, so can you switch between i mean i can but i am kind of having a lot of fun with you know the um cthulhu what is that lovecraft right i went to uh to figure out who i wanted to do last time i went to uh all the smite gods <laughs> and just looked through there yeah and I almost did Bologna. I kind of want to do Bologna. I want to do Kukulane. Kukulane's story is fucking wild, though. Don't know who that is. Uh, I think I told you about him. He's the He was immortal, and he was the guy that died while standing because he hugged a rock. I don't know if I remember that. Well, anyway, this guy, he, <laughs> he, he didn't want to lay down when he was dying. So while he was dying, he hugged a rock so he'd be standing. And then he became a god? And then, well, yeah, there's a bunch of other shit, but yeah, they invited him to be a god. <laughs> there's a bunch of other shit. How, how, what can, how much can happen after you die? <laughs> well, it wasn't after you die. I mean, it was way before you died. Like, he took okay, on an so entire army. He did. From, okay. from what I heard uh, on a different podcast, he took on, like, an entire army, and he was just like, he, they were supposed to waste time, I guess, for some reason, I think. I could be wrong. And, right. um, he was like, okay, I'll take on your whole army one-on-one. And just on one-on-ones, back-to-back, he killed like thousands of people. Damn. Yeah, so he's kind That's of a badass. badass. Sounds like it. Probably deserved it to be a god. Yeah, fuck. I don't know who I'm going to do next. I'll, I'll figure it out. Go Get on Smite and tell me, give me a few to do. I don't have Smite. Search online. Just put Smite Gods. Smite Gods and just get a list okay yeah i can do that later well i think that's uh all we have today yeah i'm just gonna gonna go play pokemon <laughs> uh check out our facebook twitter yeah join our discord I'll post, a, I'll post a photo on our mythologicast twitter right now i will uh i'm also gonna try to post our discord invite again on facebook <laughs> Okay. Um, I think that's it. All right. Catch you guys next time. Yep. Bye-bye.